I can't believe it. This is the 100th episode of the podcast. Hello and welcome to Talk Bookish to Me, the podcast where readers gather to talk about books, share recommendations, and chase that five-star feeling. I'm your host, Gwen, and today I'm celebrating 100 episodes with you. It honestly gives me chills saying that. Before I get started, let me quickly shout out my patrons. Almost every single episode, I talk about Patreon, but I don't think anyone fully understands. Without them, this podcast would be a lot more challenging to do. Indirectly, they help me pay for my online podcasting studio, which allows me to book amazing guests and remotely meet up with them to record. Patreon also helps me pay for Canva Pro that I use to make all the cute graphics you see on the Talk Bookish Podcast Instagram, as well as Epidemic Sound, which is where I get all the music I use. The intro music you heard? Yep, that's Epidemic. When I needed a new mic and new headphones, you get the picture. They're helping all of my dreams of having my own podcast come true. In exchange for their commitment, I provide a cozy community of readers and listeners, a place to talk about books, meet new friends, and experience life through events and virtual meetups. You can join them for just $5 a month. But there are other ways you can support me and the podcast. You can share new episodes with your family and friends. You can talk about the podcast at your next book club meeting. You can post episodes on your social media, rate and review the podcast on Apple and Spotify. You can also purchase Talk Bookish to Me merch. You can snag a baseball hat with my logo on it or buy a Night Owl Book Club shirt or a Winter Owls crew neck. Everything will be linked in today's show notes for you to peruse. I have a bunch of questions to answer and a few recommendation requests to get through. But before I jump into that, I wanted to share how the podcast came to be. I've been listening to podcasts since 2014, maybe even earlier, but Serial is what got me hooked on podcasts. I've always been a true crime junkie to an extent, and that's what I primarily listen to. As I started noticing other genres of podcasts, I dreamed of having my own. I had no idea what I would talk about, but thought that would be so cool. I didn't think it would ever actually happen because I worked a nine to five. I already had an extensive hobby of reading and talking about books on my YouTube channel. I was teaching pre-K at an awesome school. I loved my job and I loved my students, but teaching full-time and doing YouTube didn't leave extra time or energy for another huge project. Now we can fast forward to 2020. Everyone knows what was happening at that time. When things closed down, I didn't immediately think, oh, let me start a podcast. Like everyone else, I was thinking I'd be back to work, I'd be back in the classroom in no time. But as the days and the weeks and the months passed, I began getting a little restless and I had more hours in the day to fill. When I made the tough decision not to return to the classroom, I pitched the idea of a bookish podcast to a friend. 
She wasn't immediately on board, but eventually she said she'd give it a go and Talk Bookish to Me was born. Since that time, she has, of course, left the podcast to pursue her own projects, but I don't know if I would have ever started it on my own. And now I'm 100 episodes into this dream project and I couldn't be happier. In celebration of the 100th episode, I thought it would be fun to answer your questions. I asked patrons and I asked on Instagram for questions and book recommendation requests. Y'all came through so many great questions and requests to tackle. I'll start with the questions, transition into the requests and go from there. All right. Question number one, probably the hardest one is what are my top five favorite books of all time? So top of the list, Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by Gabrielle Zivin. Next up has to be The Giver by Lois Lowry. Then After I Do by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Coming in fourth is All Your Perfects by Colleen Hoover. And those four were easy picks. The fifth, not so much, because I feel like a lot of the books are on this same tier. You know, like I feel like the fifth position, there's several books I could slot into this place. But for the sake of the question, I'll say The Last Time I Lied by Riley Sager. My favorite episode of the podcast that I have recorded, and it has to be episode number one, which was anticipated book releases for fall and winter of 2020. The first episode, while it may not be the best quality, it really is my favorite because it was the start of my dream of having a podcast. My dream podcast guest So I went two different routes with this question. The first is if you're looking for like a YouTuber, podcaster, influencer that I would love to have on Talk Bookish to Me, I'm going to go with Brooke Michio. I've been watching her on YouTube forever. I listen to her podcast. Yeah, she's great. She's a reader. Um, She has very distinctive like picks and thoughts on books. And I would just love to sit down and chat books with her because she specifically likes like thrillers and mysteries like I do. She also reads general fiction. So I just think it would be a really fun chat. But if I was going to go with an author, it would have to be my favorite, Taylor Jenkins Reid or Riley Sager. The next question is, what's the hardest part about hosting a podcast? And I can't speak for other podcast hosts, obviously, but for me and my journey and where I am right now with podcasting, I would say the hardest part is doing it all myself. I have a YouTube channel I've had for over nine years, so that obviously takes up a lot of my time, but the podcast does too. Not only do I have to come up with all of the episode ideas and book guests and write up show notes and edit and upload the podcast myself, but I constantly have to self-promote the podcast. I want my podcast to reach all readers. And in order to do that, I need to promote, 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 and continually come up with good, new, fresh content that people want to listen to. Where or how did you come up with the podcast name, Talk Bookish to Me? 
Actually, a friend of mine came up with a name. I was pitching an idea for YouTube. Um, I was getting her advice. It was going to be a series of sorts. And I was trying to come up with a name for the series. And she said, talk bookish to me. And I loved it. But that YouTube series never got off the ground. So when I launched my podcast, I decided to use the name. And Funny enough, when she launched her podcast, I also came up with a name for hers. So it was like a tit for tat thing. Which episode did you have the most fun prepping for? I love the prepping stage. I love coming up with concepts, the recommendations, all of that. But my first author chat with Kirsten Modlin. She was my first and only author chat I've ever done so far had to be one of my favorites because I incorporated my patrons into the episode in a way that only they would understand, but it went off without a hitch and it just, I don't know, it was so much fun. So what's my favorite? It says, what's your favorite book discussion episode? Definitely The House Across the Lake by Riley Sager. (laughs) There's so many reasons why I love that one in particular. Riley Sager being a favorite author of mine, recording the episode with my best friend, us both strongly disliking the book, the reels that I made, the signature cocktail that I shared. It had so many great memories attached to the discussion, despite the book itself being a huge letdown. Also, fun fact, the book discussion episodes are the ones that take the longest to prep for. I literally spend hours getting the questions and answers ready for those. All right, recommendations or advice for seasoned thriller readers who may feel a little burned out from formulaic thrillers. My number one recommendation is to try different authors. Read ones you've never heard of. Ask your friends for recommendations. Read backlist thrillers. Two authors that I'd recommend are Rachel Housel Hall and Shonora Williams. If you could make one change to Goodreads, get rid of or add a feature, what would you make? Half stars for sure. But also with the Goodreads Choice Awards, The opening round and the final round and all of that, I just, they took away some categories like middle grade and children's lit and graphic novels. And it is a people's choice award, you know, so why not have as many categories as possible? So I wish they would kind of work on the awards a little bit. Next question, what are your favorite night owl memories? And I have so many. For those that don't know, the night owls are what I call my patrons. They pay me five to seven dollars a month for extra content. And they're obviously my biggest supporters and have become my best bookish friends. So (laughs) salty chicken gang for life. Also, Santa showing up for the Christmas in July readathon was pretty epic. And of course, the Speak Now Taylor's Version party was amazing. Another hard question. What are your plans for the next 100 episodes? And oh my goodness, what a question. I don't even know where to begin. 
Content wise, like I said before, I want to share new, fresh, fun content each and every episode, but I also want to make sure I'm bringing back favorite episodes as well. I already have the entire 2024 schedule packed with goodness, and I'll start prepping for 2025 halfway through the new year. I do keep a running list of ideas, but I am always open to suggestions for topics. And you can send those suggestions in through email or Instagram. But I think my biggest goal is to stay consistent and reach new readers and listeners. Next question, what is one episode you wish everyone would listen to? This is hard because I think depending on the person, I could recommend one that would be better for them over the others, but one that I had a lot of fun with and listeners really seem to enjoy is episode number 84, Terrible Books I Read Because of the Hype. (laughs) I already know who sent in this question just by the question itself. When will there be a historical fiction episode? Lena, (laughs) I have read and discussed and recommended historical fiction books in different episodes, but for a dedicated episode, you don't have to wait long. It's coming in 2024. Is there a favorite Netflix streaming service shows episode? I need some recommendations. There is not. I focus on books for the podcast, but I do share show recommendations on my Patreon. Explain your five-star rating system in greater detail. Well, I'm not going to be doing this today because that's on the schedule for 2024. And I know it's going to be a great episode because I'm having my four best friends join me for that discussion. So make sure you're following and keep an eye on the schedule when it's posted. How has your reading tastes evolved over the years? And this is a great topic. I actually added it to the list for future episodes so I can go more in depth. But um, the short answer is that I used to read a ton of young adult novels And then I read primarily thrillers and romance for a few years. Then I branched out to horror and science fiction and general fiction. And now I'm returning to thrillers and romance with some general fiction thrown in. How do you motivate yourself to read when in a slump? I'm rarely in a slump because I allow myself to DNF books. I have a whole theory about why People get in slumps and a lot of it has to do with reading something you're not in the mood for or reading something you're not enjoying. But if a true slump hits, I watch TV shows and movies. I read graphic novels and eventually things kickstart. If you could only bring three books to an island with you, what would they be? And for that, I'm going back to my top five favorite books. So I would bring Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by Gabrielle Zivin, The Giver by Lois Lowry, and After I Do by Taylor Jenkins Reid. What are three of your favorite book to TV show movie adaptations? The Hunger Games, Iconic, Bird Box, Stunning, and Heartstopper. 
what's been your favorite podcast to date? And I literally cannot choose. (laughs) Would you do a podcast where you read books outside your comfort zone? And for this, all I have to say is great minds think alike. It is on the list to do for a future episode. What is your least favorite part about doing a podcast? Promoting. (laughs) I love talking to other readers. I love prepping for the episodes. I love coming up with the ideas, but it's all about promoting. I find it is the hardest thing because I'm constantly having to promote myself. If you were to write a book, what genre would it be? Dystopian. And fun fact, I have actually started writing a book several years ago, and it is dystopian. But am I ever going to finish it? That remains to be seen. (laughs) Your favorite show or movie of this year? Always Survivor. I am a huge, huge, huge Survivor fan. Fun fact, I also applied to be on Survivor after season two. (laughs) And but if you're wanting something new, fun and fresh, The Devil's Plan on Netflix. That show captured my whole heart. It's exactly what I love in like a reality, intelligence, game-based show. Definitely check it out if you haven't watched it already. Would you rather read on the beach or during a thunderstorm? On a beach, always. What is your favorite book from a genre you don't read a lot from? So I went with horror because I do read some, but I don't read a lot. Um, The Saturday Night Ghost Club by Craig Davidson. It's horror and one of my absolute faves. Um, Also, Such Sharp Teeth by Rachel Harrison, also horror. And a science fiction fave is Rabbits by Terry Miles. What is one thing you would change if you could start over either your podcast or for my YouTube channel? The short answer is I don't know. I started YouTube in August 2014. A lot of things have changed with YouTube since that time. So it's hard to think about starting over now. Same goes with the podcast. I never thought I would have the time to do a podcast. I listened to a lot of podcasts over the years, mainly true crime, and thought it would be so neat and so cool to have one of my own, but I never thought it would actually be a reality for me. I started the podcast in September, 2020, and the only reason I was able to do it is because of what was happening in the world at that time. That changed everything for me. And I'm proud of what I've created and accomplished on both fronts. And that's all because of my humble beginnings. So the early stuff is a bit cringe, sure, but that's growth. So those are all of the questions that were submitted, but I did have a few recommendation requests and I told people they could submit this like in any form. You could give me emojis, you could give me a word, you could give me, I loved this book, but I need another book like it. Anything kind of goes. So the first person submitted, can't get over the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid. And my immediate recommendation is a graphic novel called Ballad for Sophie. This is a narrative symphony of heartache, jealousy, mistakes, and attempted redemption. It follows a young journalist who prompts a reclusive piano superstar to open up, resulting in a stunning graphic sonata exploring a lifetime of rivalry, regret, 
and redemption. It's beautiful. I loved the artwork. I was emotional. It just gave me everything that I was looking for in a graphic novel. And then when I finished, I was thinking, wow, I think the reason why I love it is it did feel so much like The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. This is an adult graphic novel with adult content, but I highly recommend A Ballad for Sophie by Philippe Milo. It is a translated work and it is a must read if you are a fan of The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. The next person gave me some emojis. They did the pink bow, the city, and the coffee emojis. And I have two recommendations. The first is Attachments by Rainbow Rao. And this is about um, a group of people in an office setting. And it's about two friends that work in the office and they email each other back and forth. But then there is this IT guy that's seeing the exchanges between these two friends and kind of things take off from there. I also want to recommend Sleepless in Manhattan by Sarah Morgan. I have not read this book, but I feel like it really like it's on my TBR. So I feel like it just really fits those emojis. So if you read it, let me know what you think. Okay, the next person asked for a book similar to The Last Time I Lied by Riley Sager. <laughs> and that's a tall order considering it's one of my favorite books. But I'm going to recommend You're Not Supposed to Die Tonight by Kaylee Bayron. It's young adult, um, but it's set at a summer camp of sorts and people are missing and the main character is looking for them and trying to find out what happened. If you know of a recommendation that's close to the last time I lied by Riley Sager, let me know. All right, a winter themed book that has cozy vibes that is not a romance or a cozy mystery. I'm going to go with, I have two recommendations for this. The first one is A Season for Second Chances by Jenny Bayless. It does have a romance element, but it is not at the forefront of the novel. It is really about the main character figuring out her life after she separates from her husband. She takes on this like winter um, house caretaking job and it's about the new town the coastal town that she's living in it's about the residents of that town um, and just kind of like restarting her life so I highly recommend A Season for Second Chances by Jenny Bayless and then the next book I want to recommend is The Book Club Hotel by Sarah Morgan and this may look like a cutesy like Christmas romance but it's actually a friendship story. So I highly recommend both of those. But I also had someone ask something cozy to read during winter. And for that, I say I have two more recommendations. <laughs> Landline by Rainbow Rowell and Green Glass House by Kate Milford. So Landline is an adult novel and Green Glass House is a middle grade novel, but I think both are perfect books to read during the winter if you're looking for cozy vibes. All right, my next request was a unique thriller that will blow my mind, a book that will surprise me or blow me away. And this is hard, but especially if you read a lot of thrillers, 
but I have a list here. So I'm going to go through the list and hopefully one of these will blow your mind. All right. Of course, the classic Gone Girl by Gillian Flynn. If you haven't read it, if you haven't been spoiled, it blew my mind. And I think it blew a lot of readers' minds, but also any Gillian Flynn book, honestly. Jar of Hearts by Jennifer Hillier. That blew my mind. The Monsters We Make by Callie White. This is kind of based on true events. And that was very surprising to me. And it's also short. Confessions by Kanai Minoto. Also excellent. A History of Wild Places by Shay Earnshaw. Another great one. And last but not least, Behind Her Eyes by Sarah Pemborough. If you haven't read that, I was just, I was shook at the end of that book. But I know it's like a love it or a hate it type thing. So again, Gone Girl by Jillian Flynn or anything by Jillian Flynn. Jar of Hearts by Jennifer Hillier. The Monsters We Make by Callie White. Confessions by Kanai Minoto. A History of Wild Places by Shay Earnshaw. Or Behind Her Eyes by Sarah Pemborough. Hopefully one of those blow your mind. All right. And the last recommendation request says, I'm looking for a character-driven thriller book. I find that I don't usually like the main characters in thriller books. And to that I say, <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to like or relate to most thriller book characters. But as for some character-driven thriller book recommendations, I'd say anything by Gillian Flynn or Jennifer Hillier. I also have a author spotlight of Jennifer Hillier on the podcast. So you can check that episode out to see which book would suit your reading taste best. That's a wrap on the Q&A recommendation request 100th episode. Thank you to everyone who submitted a question or recommendation. They were so much fun to answer. And more than anything, I want to take a moment to thank you, the person listening on the other end of my ramblings. Thank you so much. It's always been a dream of mine to have my own podcast. I'm grateful for the things that I've learned along the way, the people I've met, the conversations I've had with other readers, and I hope I can continue this journey for a long time to come. Here's to the next 100 episodes. Talk Bookish to Me is a bi-weekly podcast bringing you book discussions, recommendations, and literary topics galore. Rate and review the podcast on Apple and Spotify. It really helps other readers find the podcast. Be sure to tag Talk Bookish Podcast in your listening selfies and stories on Instagram. The link for Patreon is in the show notes. And until next time, happy reading!